As an innocent teenager, I was grabbed, groped, and threatened, and even assaulted by these boys. And I had to find safety from the trauma it brought. I got healing through my faith in Jesus Christ. Real life starts now. This is Real Life Radio Show with On Leg. I felt alone. I felt lost. I felt scared. Real stories. I was so desperate in living such a dark and callous life. Real people. I was thinking there was no purpose for my life. There's no reason for me to be here. Real problems. I told my dad, if you try to take these drugs, I'm going to kill you. One solution, God. Hope is a person, and his name is Jesus. And now your host, On Leg. Hi, this is Evangelist Anlay. Welcome to the Real Life Radio Show, where we're going to talk to real people who had real problems, but found answers in a real God. Now, lately, we've been talking about the bullying of the sexual type, meaning sexual harassment. Now, according to Ramapo College of New Jersey, victims of sexual harassment can suffer significant psychological effects, including anxiety, depression, headaches, sleep disorders, weight loss or gain, nausea, lowered self-esteem, and sexual dysfunction. Now, in our last show, Kaylee Keller described how she grew up in a Christian household where she was committed to wait until marriage. She took the stance of purity all throughout high school. And because of that, she believes she endured heightened sexual harassment as no matter what she would do, these boys just kept trying to make sexual advancements towards her against her will, even to the point of threatening her in a parking lot. She told us how she had to run to save her purity and potentially her life. Today, Kaylee is going to tell us more about how this behavior began to escalate to the point that she had to make a run. Kaylee, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's been a gift to be on. Awesome, Kaylee. Now, let me ask you a question. How bad did this get? Tell me of an incident where it started getting really bad. Yeah, you know, it was an increments for pretty much an entire school year. But in some of its heightened peaks, I remember a situation where I was in class and I think the bell had just rang or something and people were leaving and it was just me. And Mm. one of my abusers had come up and he was grabbing my butt. Wait, wait, hold on. What do you mean? Like you were sitting there and he just... I was standing, like getting my stuff to like leave. You know, like I stood up from class and I had my stuff and I was getting ready to leave. And we were in like a back workshop room because I had theater class. So I stood up and I was like getting my things together and he just came and he just like grabbed me really hard. Oh my gosh. He was walking by me. He did that and I knew it was him and he knew I knew it was him. He was just doing it. And I turned around and I said you need to stop. Like, I am tired of asking you to stop grabbing me. And if you grab me one more time, I am going to like turn you in. Like, I'm going to tell the teachers, I'm going to tell the counselor something. This needs to stop. And he started laughing and he goes, you have no evidence. You have no proof. It was me. No one's going to believe you. And just walked out just like completely unfazed by how upset I was. Like I was really upset. I was very stern. And I literally said, stop right now. And he was so unfazed by it and laughed it off. Like no one will believe you anyway. I was really like, oh my gosh, you know, I was all stirred up inside and went to my next class. And this class was kind of like a show choir class. And so we could stand in class and stuff. And it wasn't like a sitting class. Class started and I had a couple of those guys in that class as well. And I know I had them all day throughout my day and the teacher had left the room or turned around to, to go to a different room and grab something. I was just standing there and all of a sudden I just have this like pain that shoots through my backside 
And I turn around, he's, you know, giggling with a couple of his friends and I couldn't really figure out what happened. And then it took me a second to realize he just came and kicked me as hard as he could. Oh my god! And I had like pain shooting down my leg and I look around and they're just giggling and stuff. And I looked at him in the face and I said, did you just touch me again? And he goes, you don't have any proof. It was me. And I just got really intimidated. You know, the teacher comes back, you know, we're just moving on. I didn't really know what to do. I just went on with class and I realized like I was walking, but I was just so sore. Yeah. By the time I got home, you know, I look in the mirror and I have an actual like black and bruise. Yeah. Like right on my backside from where he kicked me so hard. And I had it for several days. Kaylee, that's crazy. It was. And I want to break this down because this is a classic tactic of those who do sexual harassment where, you know, you're resisting and you're saying no, and now they're penalizing you for that no. And then they're saying, well, no one will believe you. No one will believe you. I think that there's a lot of people, they feel like how you felt. You must have felt so demoralized and kind of helpless, right? Because they told you no one would believe. And so it probably helped you not to say anything. Is that right? Yeah, it did. And, you know, there was a point where I had a message that talked about how they planned to get me at my car and some of the verbiage was really grotesque. And so I was able to have a form of something to actually turn in. You know, this was a very intelligent group of guys. So they really cleaned up their tracks. I didn't really have a lot of evidence. Right. So I finally had some physical evidence. It was turned in. A couple of the guys got suspended from school for a couple of days. And after they came back to school, it was so much worse for me. They just like became really ruthless. And that's where it even got worse to where I was like, okay, I'm going to have to leave this school. So you had to run. I need to leave like for my safety. And my mom was the one who believed me through this and she was very protective. So she was the one who was like, you know, let's get you out of the school system. Let's do what we need to do to keep you safe. Right. Well, Kaylee, going through this, you're constantly being sexually harassed into the point where you're feeling devalued. How did you get over some of these things? Because there were some bad consequences like fear, isolation, always looking over your shoulder. How do you think your faith in Christ helped you to overcome that? That's a great question. And I truly felt most of all those symptoms. And I want to add on that. I even felt two of the symptoms that aren't really listed Hmm. are shame and embarrassment. And I think those are some of the biggest ones that I felt, as well as lowered self-esteem and the headaches and the depression. I felt really ashamed and embarrassed it was happening to me, Mm. which is sad because it wasn't mine to carry. And after all of this, you know, it took me a long time for me to even heal from that. Like, uh, yes, I was healing through it during the time I was going through it, Mm. but it even took me time after to really come back and heal from it. Truly, like the Lord, He was my anchor through this time, you know, even through the time of the harassment, even after, you know, my faith in Christ is my anchor. And my belief is like, I don't believe the Lord causes anything harmful or, you know, bad to happen to us. And I think when we go through hardships and trials, you know, his word actually says he never leaves us and he never forsakes us. And so looking back at that time, I really got to witness that in my Mm. life. Like the Lord truly never left me. When people made me feel objectified, when people were hurting me, when people weren't hearing my voice and I was afraid the Lord never left my side. He was there the whole time. And, Mm. you know, looking back, my faith in Christ, it really helped me get over this because I knew God was good. 
And I knew that God had good things for me. And I knew that he was a good and powerful God. Mm. But it was the first time in my life where I really had to believe in what the word says about me. Mm. Like Jesus died because he valued us. He died on the cross for us so we could have relationship with him because we are so valuable. And that was the first time I think those truths like God's feelings towards me. You know, my whole life was like my feelings towards God. And then this season was like what he feels toward me back. Amen. And a couple of scriptures during that time that really were anchors for me. One of them was Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, And that says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper right. you, not to harm you. You know, plans for a hope and a future. And that brought me mm. peace and comfort. And another scripture is like 2 Timothy 4.18. The Lord will rescue me from every evil deed and bring me safely into his heavenly kingdom. So you were having to believe it. When you read that, it was like, wow. And it helped you. And he did. He did get you through it. Yeah. And I have to believe that. Yeah, he did. Mm. And I think the more that I held on to the words that God said about me, I was able to let go of the words that they had said about me or the actions they did towards me. I was able to really replace those lies with the truth of God. That's so good, Kaylee. And Kaylee has this very inspiring song called Diamond. And it's a powerful message about the value that is in girls and in everyone. And so Kaylee, where can we hear that song, Diamond, that the Lord has put in your heart to make? Yeah, Diamond can be found on YouTube, on Spotify, or just on any music platform. You can also go to KayleeKeller.com and listen to it there as well. That's awesome. But yeah, this song I really wrote, you know, I was going through a hard time in my life and I wanted to write a song that helps other people get through their hard time and to be reminded of the truth of how valuable they are. Amen. Well, Kaylee, it's so good to have you come on with us. Thank you so much for talking to us and explaining more about sexual harassment and how Jesus delivered you from those effects. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Awesome. Hang on. I want to talk to you more about this right after the break. My friends, this is Evangelist Onlay, and I have a huge heart to study how Jesus is working in people's lives today and how he can change the lives of so many more. Will you partner with me to get this show on another radio station in a different state? Together, we're learning and demonstrating that Jesus is alive and touching lives everywhere. Help us to get out the good news. We're looking for monthly giving partners from $5 a month to $100 a month. Anything helps. You can learn more about this by going to AwakeningTheNations.com. That's AwakeningTheNations.com. Real Life Radio is a ministry of Awakening the Nations, a 501c3 nonprofit organization that depends on your donations. If you would like to find out more about Awakening the Nations or make a tax-deductible donation, please visit our website at awakeningthenations.com or call us at 877-480-4477. That's awakeningthenations.com or 877-480-4477. More real life starts now. Welcome back to the show where we're going to go deeper into what you just heard. So what do you think about this? To me, I am sad about this because I know right now many can relate to something like this happening in your life. Is that right? If that's you, I want to tell you, this isn't God's will, nor is it His intention for any of this to happen in your life. Sexual harassment is always wrong. And no, it is never your fault. And when it happens, it causes a lot of emotional and mental damage because fear is a natural result of being sexually harassed. 
That's why a lot of times people use sexual harassment because it's something that causes fear to take place in order for the person to get what they want. If this has happened to you, I want to speak life into you right now. No, you are not wrong for not liking that and you are not just an object for someone's gratification. Your vessel is created to be holy and pure. And if you're a person who has gone through this, you need to know that it is written in Psalms 34.4, I sought the Lord and He heard me and delivered me from all my fears. If you seek the Lord, He will work things for you so that you don't have any fears from past situations becoming your future. But if you pray and you seek God, you'll find true freedom and wisdom for your life. I sense right now that there's someone who's feeling stuck, like you feel paralyzed with fear from past events of sexual harassment. If that's you, Lord Jesus, I'm praying for that person, first of all, for the love of God to hit them, Lord, that will drive out all fear. Show them, Lord, right now, manifest your love to them so that they know that you love them and care for them, and that they would be delivered, Lord God, in their heart, their soul from this fear, this trepidation in their heart and their soul. Lord God, bring healing and wholeness right now. Jesus, make them whole. And Jesus, we receive that wholeness. Receive it, my friend. We receive you, Lord Jesus, because you are that wholeness. We receive that right now in Jesus' mighty name. I hope you're blessed by this testimony, and I know that your life was touched. If you have a testimony to share or know someone who does and would like to share it on our show, go to awakeningthenations.com and click Guest Audition on the top menu. See you next time.